Joy to the world, the shopping has come. Let earth receive the greed. Let every heart prepare for stress. And parents and children scream. And parents and children scream. And parents and parents and children scream. Joy to the world, the dollar reigns. Let men their credit cards employ. While ego and vanity, competition, depression, and anxiety repeat the sounding emptiness. Repeat the sounding emptiness. Repeat, repeat the sounding emptiness. He rules the world with truth and grace and makes the nations prove the glories of his righteousness and wonders of his love and wonders of his love. Joy to the world. The Lord has come. Welcome back to the next episode of Free to Just Be, the podcast releasing and dissolving those pesky matrix attachments and programs so that humanity can step into their power. And this here is the hippie freak of the South, Terry Wilson, sending out love, light, prayer, and high, high vibrations to the North and the South and the East and the West all around this beautiful globe. And I hope my voice finds you in great health with vibrant energy today and every day that you choose to treat your body like the temple it is, because you only have one. And better yet, every day you choose to move those veils back and expose that incredible light that you are. Yes, and if my content resonates with y'all, please just pause for a second. Just turn the Hippie Freak of the South off right now and go and hit the like button and leave a review wherever you're listening to your podcast. I would so appreciate it. That's how the word gets out around the world. So welcome back uh, to another type, uh, a Freaky Friday type episode, because we're going to talk about um, another beautiful thing in our world that was uh, twisted and made freaky. And thus the uh, the way we always kind of deal with Fridays, we call them freaky Fridays, right? So today I want to title the episode, The Hijacking of Our Holy Days. The Hijacking of Our Holy Days. So just uh, go back here, just just last month, just three weeks ago, we just came out of Thanksgiving. But if you recall, back in August, the Halloween direction decorations all came out in August. And before Halloween even got here, Christmas arrived in our grocery stores and in our department stores and all over the internet. And of course, you know, it's it's not proper to say Merry Christmas. And 
you have to use the correct vernacular. Otherwise, you might offend somebody. You see, everything has been hijacked, folks. And I just want to bring this up because there are a lot of households that think they're doing everything just the way they should do it and making these wonderful traditions. And believe me, I'm, I'm not knocking traditions. Oh my goodness. I mean, there are anything that you do when it's surrounded with love. I believe if, if the vibration is correct, you, you can't go wrong. But I think that we have followed a deception for so many years that we forget the, the, the very most important things about these holy days. Because really, you know, they hijacked that even. Holy days became holidays. Because, you know, we couldn't talk about the fact that there are specific days set aside to be filled with thanks. And, and really, in, in all actuality, why did we need a day? Well, it's because we have come so far away, folks, from be, being thankful for everything. Oh, I just think of Brother Jimmy Swin, how he talks about, you know, as soon as I get up, I thank God for the bed, and I thank him for the shower, and I thank him for the water and the toothpaste. And that is exactly how we should live. And we got so far from that that we had a designated day. Now I know the history and everything behind that Thanksgiving day, which, by the way, isn't full accuracy either. But you see, we have bought into all this crap surrounding these specific events. Take the birth of the King of King and the Lord of Lords. And what have we literally reduced it to? The biggest spending season of the year or one of the biggest and they milk it and they milk it and they milk it for as long as they can black friday doesn't start on friday anymore it starts the the monday before thanksgiving and then it continues through the next week and it's it's all about the money baby have you not noticed that i want you to just go with me back in time before all the baubles and the niceties and all the conveniences and the time savers. And I want you to go back to a little farmhouse where you were so grateful that the crops came up that year and you were able to eat. And you were grateful that you had enough wool from your sheep to be able to get the materials to make a new dress or a new shirt for your child. And you were grateful for the turkey that your husband went out and got manually with a bow or with a shotgun or whatever they used back in those days or trapping it. I don't know. But you, you get my point when things were so simple that the only focus really was the fact that Jesus was coming and the manger and the nativity scene and and. Yes, even the Bible story was the focus of the holy day of Christmas. Now, I am not knocking Santa and all of that. You know, all of that is all about love and peace and bringing laughter and joy to your family. But my question to you, humanity, 
And, and mostly I'm directing this, obviously, to the Western world, to the United States, because I honestly, and I'm sorry, my brothers and sisters around the world, and it makes me now want to know a little bit more about your traditions and your holy days. Because I, I don't know if you celebrate Christmas in, in Africa or, or Uganda. I don't, I don't know. And, you know, it, it makes me curious. But I never would have thought about that before had I not done all this work in my life to clear out all this crap in my own head to be able to tell you, folks, the tree, the tinsel, the presents, the overspending, all of that. Humanity, is that your focus? And if if all the thought of the decorating and 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 look, I fully understand, uh, understand and and acknowledge that yes, this is the hippie freak of the south coming from, you know, the the sixth decade of my life here on in the planet. My children are grown. I'm in the quote unquote empty nest stage and I'm I'm really just beginning to live, folks, just just as a sidebar. You know, I I've just begun now to fit the pieces of my life together and my joy level is soaring and but that's a sidebar, okay? Yeah. But I I can tell you that because I have kind of backed away forcibly. I didn't choose it. Five or six years ago, I was grieving about the fact that Christmas wasn't going to be in this house and we weren't going to have holy chaos and and I wasn't going to pull out every light and I wasn't going to put the tree up and put lights outside the front and all around the house and decorate the bathroom. and And I did create some sort of tradition because I have children that replicate that. But as I was forced, because, you know, it was one of my daughters that approached me and said, hey, what about us doing Christmas at our house this year? And I conceded and and I grieved with my husband about the baton passing and, you know, and I did. I literally grieved and dreaded the holidays because it was a closing of an era and a chapter in my life. And from that point forward, Christmas was at one of my children's houses. And I understand the logistics and the space and, you know, allergies to cats and not liking hair or whatever, whatever the reasons. I under, But it took me like five years. And I, but now where I'm at, and I know not everybody's there. You have small children. And I, believe me, I am not ridiculing or judging or pointing the finger I'm just having a little discussion and an exploration into the motivations of our hearts because I I can't tell you the difference this year. You know, last weekend, my dear granddaughter Emerald was here and I th- I was I kind of got excited about the thought that having a little kid in the house again and and I, I thought, well, I'm going to pull out the Christmas decorations. And I, and I have to tell you, it was very lackluster for her. All that little girl cares about is one-on-one time. All she wants is my and my husband's attention when she's here. And I don't mean that like negatively, like, you know, she's a victim and she wants to, she's a Klingon. No, 
She wants to interact with every single thing we do. Can I help? Can I help? And it just floored me how this little four-year-old immediately, you know, the only thing that she liked, she liked setting up the manger, which of course, bless my heart, because there were all the little people and everything. And of course, just like my kids did and, and grandkids that came when they were younger, you know, everybody ended up in the loft in the, in the manger scene, <laughs> you know, and Jesus was face down and, and, and to me, that is not sacrilege. That is interacting with the true meaning on a four-year-old level. But Emerald's, you know, the only other thing she liked was these dancing snowmen. And I'm probably going to have her little, have her do a little episode with me with the dancing snowmen before um, Christmas gets here. But it made me recognize and see so clearly how meaningless all that stuff really is. Our focus should be first off on the fact that it's the birth of our Savior, the birth of our Creator's firstborn Son, who came to show us how free we could be, who died on a cross and who came back to life and stayed for 40 days to make sure we got the message that we have the same power in Him. Oh yeah, the Shaktipa, you know, when Jesus was here, he healed and he rose people from the dead and he cast out demons. And then he, his disciples were able to do that. And then after he was risen from the dead during that 40-day period, 30-plus people got that Shakti power, the being slain in the spirit. And guess what they all got to do? The very same miraculous gifts and miracles that Jesus performed. But do we take enough time? Is that whole story, is the whole meaning of Christmas packed into just maybe saying the two or three verses before you tear into your presence? Is it even part of your day? Now, I know when we, when my kids were growing up, we used to make a birthday cake for Jesus. And we'd sing happy birthday to him before presents. But we always read the story out of the book of Luke. And it was always celebrating Advent. Yes, it, it, it was opening the door to get the little treat. And each child was all excited to be the one that got to open the door. But it was still telling the story. And I, and I hope that my children really got that. And I hope that that is what they are passing on to their grandchildren. But ultimately, you parents out there, you know, you, you are really the creators of future generations. And I just bring these things to our attention because the dark side has literally hijacked everything good and twisted it around and made it a freaking mess. And we get ourselves so caught up in the competition of 
my gift is better than yours. And, you know, I have more Christmas trees than you have. And, you know, I won the award for a million lights three years in a row. And, and I'm not knocking those things. Those things are good and can be a lot of fun. But I want you to really look in the mirror and ask yourself, does this time of year stress you out because of that? This year, especially when everything, when turkeys, dude, I saw a 24 pound turkey, which is about the size that I used to make back in the day. And it was $78, $78. So I know that especially young parents with children, especially tweeny age and teenage children, when the gifts get a lot spendier, they're stressing right now. Oh my gosh. And the single parents, which by the way, you know, a, a, a full nuclear family is is really like kind of the special thing now. So think of the single parents that have all that financial stress on top of the regular stress that they have. And they're all looking at things on Facebook and, oh, that house is so beautiful. And, and, and we just think that we're failures, that we're not serving up that cup of greed that we're supposed to for our children. And yet, what are we teaching them? Are we buying into those generational programs again? Are we contributors to the hijacking of the holy days in our homes? That's just the way it is, you know? I mean, things change, and, you know, this is how Christmas is done now. Well... And I'm going to close on that because this old hippie freak has to tell you that on Tuesday, you know, the red Christmas bin, the big old bin on wheels that we store out in our barn that was brought back in. And, and I let Emerald just, you know, we went through everything. I don't even have a big tree anymore. I just have a little tabletop tree and, you know, and when she went home on Sunday, I, I left all the stuff out. And we did have a, a, a hoot with the dancing snowman because my husky just howls. And I, I think he, he thinks he's performing with it. And I, I think I'm probably going to drop that one on Facebook too. But, but anyway, and on Tuesday, I, I get up thinking, well, I'm going to decorate today. I'm going to quote unquote do Christmas. And then when I was done with my Sidhanas, my, my spiritual practices that morning. And I went out and I looked at that box. I slowly and quietly, nicely packed everything back up in that red box. And I have been joyous all week. And I've been jo- enjoying the scripture. And I've been enjoying thinking about Mother Mary. And I've been enjoying thinking about my brother Jesus. And how he entered the world thinking about the the parts of the story that I wasn't told and, and the gratefulness in my heart that through COL and the Lamasari in Tibet and Master Lama Rasaji, I am learning the full story. Or as Lama Rasaji says, the skinny on it. <laughs> and it's a wondrous time. And I don't have one decoration up. 
The only evidence that it is quote-unquote Christmas materially are those dancing snowmen waiting for Emerald's arrival here today. But Christmas is absolutely booming and singing in my heart. I have never felt closer to my Creator or the story of my brother Jesus' birth than this year. So humanity, as you're winding down to the glorious Christmas day, Sila, Sila the show, are there things about your Christmas traditions that really feel tarnished or feel like a chore? Do you dread certain parts of this season? Have you forgotten the reason for the season? I remember when that was the biggie, you know. Remember, Jesus is the reason for the season. Well, it's not just an old ditty. It's the truth. When was the last time? Have you ever? Have you ever explored the story, the truth about the Son of Man and how he entered our world? Do you know the background? Do you know his lineage? Do you know about his mother and his father, what they did? Do you know anything about the journeys that they took? Why we sing songs about the three wise men, who the three wise men were. Have you ever even pondered that? Or maybe for your whole life, it's, it's always just been about the Santa Claus aspect of it. I think the thing that makes my heart feel so good about this season in regards to society is because I witness a whole lot more love, compassion, and giving. Which, by the way, again, is what they robbed us of. Because, again, it's not just on Christmas that we're supposed to be that. We're supposed to be exhibiting that type of fruit all the time. So have we jumped the gun or jumped out of the basket of fresh fruit that we can receive, fresh manna every day, from, lo and behold, that son of man who grew up and gave us truth? He's the light of the world. But have we traded that fresh manna for a basket of plastic fruit? Just like everything else that is decorated all around us, plastic and artificial, really, it's, it's really junk when you, when you stop and look at it. So all I'm asking you to do is as you're looking at the wonderment of the lights through your children's eyes, that you would remind yourself that the very best gift that you could be giving your children is you. Because every present under that tree, they're not going to remember next year. I guarantee it. 
And it breaks my heart that, you know, I, I want to give knowledge. I want to give wisdom. I want, I want, I want to share my life. But you see, that's not the reality right now. Books are scoffed at. The words of a, of a wise older grandparent, you know, we don't have time for that. We got video games to play. We got TV to watch. We got cars to drive around in. And it's, it's tragic to me. But there are those of you that are listening that have younger children. Please recognize that you don't want to be in the seat of looking back saying, I wish I would have. The Cats in the Cradle song is very accurate because suddenly you wake up and realize that you invested 18 years plus and then they leave and you expect to have a quote-unquote return for your investment and guess what your karma corn comes into play when instead of sitting down and playing with the toy, you just said, oh, why don't you go play with that toy over there that I bought you? And now your grown children don't even want to bring their children over because they don't have time, you see. They're out doing the same replication of what you did so that they have the money to put up the big tree and put presents under the tree. Do you see, do you see where childhood emotional neglect weaves through these holy days? So holy smoke, humanity. Let's be brave enough and bold enough. Maybe as we travel to and from work and you're, and you're listening to the hippie freak in your vehicle. And then you have that block of time before you hit the house. Just ponder how, how you are, are doing your holy days this year. And maybe this is the year that you, you, you begin to decide that you want to do something different. I don't know what it would be for you, because that's your, your reality. But I have to close in saying, I, I, I seriously am so grateful this year that I really believe that my alignment with the true meaning of this season is, is real and actual in my life this year. And I, I have so much joy and I don't have one single trapping of the world interfering with that. And I'm very grateful. So with that humanity, I hope you have a glorious weekend with your family, whatever traditions that you're doing as, as it winds up to the Christmas day, I hope you will consider the reason for the season. And this is the Hippie Freak of the South saying peace out.